Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode one of season two of Evolution of Movie Show. We're back, baby. I'm Jack Farmer, and I am joined by Andy Rossi. It's been so long. How you doing, fella? I'm doing great, man. I'm just so proud of us. We're actually... Uh... New year, new pod. Who'd have, who'd have thought we would have gotten through more than three episodes? But we went through a whole a whole season. That means we went all the way from 1990 to 2021. We're yeah. starting a new year. It's 2022. And if you're new to the evolution of movies show, the way it works is we pick a movie and we watch it. And then we chat about it book club style. But we call it the evolution of movies because we always pick a movie that came out one year after the last movie we watched. So the last movie we watched was the current year. So that means we're starting over. We're going back. We're going back to 1980. That means the next movie we pick will be in 1981, then 1982, and so on and so forth. But for now, we're at the beginning. We're at 1980. Let me take you back to a time when movie theaters had hits like The Shining, Raging Bull, and of course, Airplane. But we aren't talking about any of those. We're talking about Flash Gordon, a movie IMDb (laughs) describes as a football player and his friends travel to the planet Mongo and find themselves fighting the tyranny of Ming the Merciless to save earth. Rotten Tomatoes has it sitting at 83%. Wow. Andy, Andy, had you seen Flash Gordon before and what were your thoughts going into it this time around? Wow. Wow. Uh, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Okay. It was a different time. Uh, I have never seen Flash Gordon. I only heard of it, I think, because of the movie Ted, because Flash Gordon makes a cameo, a hilarious cameo in that movie. Um, But I definitely never saw it. I knew of it, but uh, yeah, definitely. Sometimes you see movies that you're like, I've never seen this. Then you watch it again. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember this. This one you would have remembered. I definitely watched it and definitely never saw this before. Yeah, this was a movie that I've always heard about. And you always hear about how it influenced so many other movies like Star Wars and other things. But I I never really watched. You also hear about how it influenced movies like Ragnarok more recently. Mm. But again, I never watched it. And so getting the chance to go back to 1980, I was thinking, what a perfect chance to not watch a classic like The Shining or Raging Bull. But to instead, <laughs> yeah, I know I heard this. Pick- Even Airplane would have been great. Pick an an obscure cult classic sci-fi movie, and I'm not gonna. I don't want to spill the beans. I was not disappointed on this. (laughs) Not at all. No. I have am very excited to chat with you. In fact, pulling back the curtain, (laughs) you and I we grabbed lunch yesterday, and it was a struggle to not talk about this movie. (laughs) So we can save it for today. There's a lot. Before we get into the movie, I do want to say thank you to everyone who's watching us on YouTube, listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio or anywhere where you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. If you could give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, like the video, share, comment, subscribe. Let us know what movies you want to see. Also, if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I will read your comments on the air. Uh, that's just some bribery for you to leave a nice review. Andy, anything you want to say before we start breaking down this movie? No, I just want to go right (laughs) in. Let's do it then, folks. So we start and a British-sounding alien is bored, so his employee finds him 
And before annihilating it with earthquakes and natural disasters, he wants to play with it first. So Queen rocks <laughs> us on an acid-fueled credit scene to start things off. Andy, explain this world. No, explain this universe that Flash Gordon is presenting with us just to kick things off. For one, that credit scene is so long. It's like the <laughs> longest credit scene ever. And they just rock out Queen. Flash! Uh, uh, <laughs> song is in my head still is in my head like yes. if warning to anybody uh that hasn't watched the movie yet just know you're gonna there's gonna be a new song added to your spotify playlist the other thing was i thought it was hilarious i bought this on uh apple or on itunes and you can't rent this movie which i thought was hilarious you can only buy it so on our tv it's it's linked into my wife's account so so surprise she's gonna have in her collection for the end of time she's gonna have this movie so i thought that was so funny it was one i think it's a great purchase you'll watch it a hundred times <laughs> two i love how they just make this guy who's clearly the villain in the start so evil do you want to destroy it no i want to play with it first <laughs> <laughs> such classic diabolical villain but of yeah. course we got to talk about that credit scene i feel like Remember in Willy Wonka when they go into the tunnel and it gets all scary and weird? I feel yeah. like if you stay in the tunnel too long, you eventually get to the Flash Gordon credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just colors everywhere. I felt like I was at a laser show on drugs yeah. watching this thing. It was the coolest, weirdest. I don't know how they haven't replicated this in one of the Marvel movies yet or I something. No I thought it was incredible. And the buttons he has, you were talking about how he's just playing with them. It, it weren't the buttons. It's like hurricane, yes. thunderstorm. <laughs> it's like yeah. at the push of a button, he could just make anything happen. Yeah. just And so he, he does earthquakes, I believe, and everything else. And <laughs> they don't really show the consequences of these things. It's just they're happening somewhere. Um, but as time moves on, someone who's <laughs> not bothered by any of this apparently is star footballer Flash Gordon as he gets on a plane and hot hail starts to fall. They fly above the clouds to avoid it as red clouds continue to cover the sun. More hot hail falls as a doctor, who the news says is crazy, has some ideas on what could be causing the natural disasters, and boy is he dramatic about it. <laughs> he wants to use a homemade rocket to fight the space menace. Meanwhile, a vision of Ming flies through the plane, eliminates yeah. the pilots, but Flash isn't just the captain of the football team. He's also the captain of this aircraft. Boom. He lands it right into the lab of Dr. Zarkov, and the doctor, at gunpoint, forces the couple to take the rocket into space. Andy, this movie wastes <laughs> no time in getting just ridiculous. First off... <laughs> Let's just talk about the fact that there's natural disasters occurring everywhere. Hot hail is falling, which took me a long time to figure out what exactly it meant by that. <laughs> yeah. And this dude's still like going on a vacation. I don't know why he's getting into a plane with his travel agent. <laughs> yeah. And I love that you mentioned that all of a sudden like Ming appears and then the uh, the the pilots are gone because I had to rewind. Like I probably rewound it five or six times because I had no idea where the pilots went. Because I still don't know. Like, it was nope. basically like they showed a flash of Ming, who's very much 
the movie reminded me a lot of like masters of the universe like he man he was kind of like a skeletor kind of figure so he yeah. comes in he flashes on the screen and then they disappear but yeah and then flash gordon this is like i know how to fly this jumps yeah. right in he just takes over and it's it's funny because flash by the way wastes no time working game on the flight of the um travel agent who we learn is named dale very interesting yeah. choice of names for the travel agent here but and uh, can, can i just make one thing that's going to come back a little later a little foreshadowing wow. they just met okay that's all i want to say they just met that day in the plane okay just let's, met. Let's, let's keep going that day in the plane and i believe at this point it, right and by the way at some point they quantify the time in this movie by saying it's something like 17 hours over the course of this movie passes. <laughs> okay. That's even longer uh, than I thought, but yes, um, that makes sense. Or 11 hours. I can't remember the, I didn't write down the exact amount of time, but Zarkov, I believe said we have 12 hours to save planet earth or something along those lines. <laughs> Their fight is so funny too. Zarkov and flash Gordon. Like I was yeah. wondering about this movie. I'm like, I bet it's got like really kick-ass like fight scenes, but literally they're just like, I feel like they just found out they were fighting like two minutes before they shot that. Like, you guys got to fight in this scene. Oh, uh, all right. I'll throw you. You kind of throw me. It's like the worst fight scene. I love that you mentioned that because when they were on the rocket and Zarkov is like, I just need her, not you. Which, by the way, if you're going to go fight a space menace, why wouldn't you take the giant Jack dude to help you <laughs> fight space menace? But I loved his pretend okay, I'm leaving now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. It was the worst. I think he out. says like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I didn't know if he was doing a bad job of acting or if we were supposed to know he was faking out Zarkov here. It was the silliest thing. And All I know is his shirt says Flash on it. And, <laughs> and I want to make sure people know, like he's wearing a T-shirt that says Flash. He didn't pack. I, I didn't see him with suitcases or anything because he may or may not have different outfits later in this movie. Right. <laughs> Something else I thought was great, too. He looked just like Kelso the whole time I was watching this from that 70s show. I kept thinking, how did Kelso not reprise this role and reboot this movie? He's perfect for this. Uh, and also Zarkov, by the way, we should remember in the beginning of this movie, kind of a jerk. He's at gunpoint trying to get a lot of people on this rocket ship with him yeah and it seems like he has quite the plan minor spoiler alert once we get there once we get to uh was is it mongo planet mongo <laughs> yeah. not a whole lot of plan once they're there it seems like he knows exactly he needs one person and all this other stuff but once he's there i didn't see a whole lot of plan unfolding yeah uh, there was definitely no plan his plan was just to get there and he had to convince people to you know join him so and, and by the way i love how the news is talking about how crazy this guy is and he's acting crazy and how he just happened to have a rocket ready to go to <laughs> mongo this planet so far away it's not even in our solar system <laughs> he just happened to have that ready to go just in case that was the problem with what's happening with earth uh so <laughs> i and i agree with you on kelso i my, your your thought is better than mine i was thinking zach morris but uh, <laughs> I'd love to see Zach Morris in this movie in this, as Flash Gordon. He could have played Zach Morris's dad perfectly. Oh, absolutely. Because if you were watching 
Saved by the Bell and he was Zach Morris's dad, you'd say, yeah, that's exactly what he's going to grow up to look like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The face of Zach Morris, but the body of A.C. Slater. <laughs> oh, the ultimate male. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the there, wit of Screech. <laughs> the wit of Screech. No, I'm not. Surprise. <laughs> the gang falls asleep as the thrusters break off the ship, and it's just the tip that goes into the black hole. They end <laughs> up on the radar of Ming's forces as they sail through the vortex. Flash gets a Michael Jackson one-glove beat-it-style beatdown before being marched through the castle. Zarkov says Flash should start a revolution, but is interrupted by a surprise appearance by James Bond looking like the mayor of Emerald City. Different <laughs> alien cultures are represented, giving praise to Emperor Ming. Ming blasts Dale with some ray, and Flash shows what it means to be the quarterback of the New York Jets <laughs> by using the power of American football to fight off the universe. The aliens try to help as Flash blitzes Hail Mary's left and right, but in the end, it's not enough, and he's captured, and Flash is sentenced to death and put in a gas chamber. <laughs> Just this, Andy, this. I don't know. So uh, pulling back the curtain, I'm supposed to try to break down certain parts <laughs> of this movie, right? And every scene that happens, I'm like, wait a minute. I can't. How do I just brush past this part? But there's so much stuff happening that I'm just supposed to accept as this is the way it is. I'm going to go all the way back. Flash got beat up by a glove. <laughs> yeah, it was a powerful glove, though. <laughs> so... He gets, I love how he gets beat up by a glove, but Flash never gives up trying to fight. And I'm going to let you break down the fight scene. Don't worry. We will get there. But <laughs> I want to talk about we have these different cultures uh, fighting against each other. You have the uh, the Birdman. You have the... Hawkman. <laughs> yeah, the Hawkman. You have the... Uh, the Lost Boys and James Bond. Uh, you have the other group that doesn't make really any other appearances. Uh, and uh, their leader or their guy giving tribute gets stabbed. And we sort yeah. of see how powerful Ming is here, though, whether it be because of the glove that can beat people up or being able to just freeze this dude mid-move. Well, the best, the, one of my favorite lines happens in this part. And I think it's after Ming kills that guy. Uh, Flash says, this Ming is a psycho. <laughs> and, and then it's repeated by that machine or like a is it a machine or like a bird and it says like this ming is a psycho and then yeah. he's like who said that yeah the and little then, floating monster not monster yeah a little floating robot thing the drone. Yeah, so then, and everybody's got these really elaborate costumes where i thought it was funny because it reminded me of like they were on set and there's this this huge you know costume area and they're like just pick what you want <laughs> whatever <laughs> i think i'm gonna go with these wings i think i'm gonna go all green we're gonna be this green it was just like it was like wizard of oz and like he-man masters of the universe just like thrown together <laughs> like the, those are the dressing rooms left over and they're like oh we'll just choose from this stuff and, and then i thought it was so funny with those costumes he's wearing a t-shirt and khakis and he's just like <laughs> running around trying to fight people in khakis i'm like no you need a cool outfit like these other guys and his moves were just like it makes me laugh we've talked about this before when people make movies that probably have no idea anything about sports because the way he was like he's a quarterback and you know i gotta critique his form wasn't really throwing <laughs> anything like a quarterback 
he's not exactly Tom Brady out there. His form is kind of very lackluster and he's supposed to be a quarterback yet. He's like tackling people and like blocking people. It's very, very funny. I was to continue talking about that. It was funny how it was like, he's thinking to himself, I don't know what I am going to do. But then once he gets the ball, he's like, Oh, I could just use American football to fight these guys. And he's using his, quote unquote tackles and throwing. And I love how he actually tried to get them to get in football formation to fight <laughs> yeah, that at one yeah, point. That was great. And they just listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, I guess we're playing American football. I don't <laughs> and they just go with it. And we're just supposed to understand that that's what's happening here. And they this is one of those things where I feel like you would say that as a joke on set, but they actually did this. This was, this actually happened. (laughs) They really put this out there in a movie Uh, to kind of step back from the, the football thing. You mentioned the the clothes. I was thinking as I was watching this, clearly there are certain uh, cultural influences on what certain people were wearing. And I was getting into my head. I was trying to say like, are, were they, were these characters influenced by different, like there was, there was clearly like Egyptian looking characters. And then the Hawkmen were probably more like Nordic looking characters. And the uh, James Green Bond guys, guys. Yeah. they were, they were kind of like Robin hood looking, I would say. And then I was like, what if, what if what they're really saying is, you know, you look at ancient aliens, what if these aliens influenced our cultures? And then I realized I don't think this movie thought about it that much. No, <laughs> I, I think it's closer to what you said, where they were like, here's a bunch we got of some stuff. Wings. <laughs> Put something together. There's a guy in a truck. Yeah, yeah, we got these wings. Uh, we got, a, you know, 75 pairs of wings fell off a truck. Ah, let's use that. <laughs> right. And the guy that provides the the wardrobe is also the guy that's providing the catering and also providing some of the set. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like one person doing all this stuff. <laughs> And he's actually the doctor. He's Dr. Zarkov, too. (laughs) He's actually one of the guys who's in the movie. It was so. so And then they sentenced him to death. I don't know. It was interesting because. Via gas? Was it gas? Yeah, they gassed him, which was also interesting because the one guy literally tried to kill Ming and Ming just stabbed him. But Flash, he gets this big sentencing and going to the gas chamber and yeah all this other stuff it was but this is one of those movies let's for everyone watching for everyone's listening this is one of those movies you just say okay i'm (laughs) I'm aboard for the ride and and before they gas him don't we see ming's daughter and him kind of interact ming and the daughter yes i think they're inappropriate with one another. Like isn't she, <laughs> she's like touching his face and stuff. Like it's very strange. I was kind of like, oh, it must be like a even if I was gonna say it must be a stepdaughter, but even <laughs> that, that's 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 just as weird. Yeah, it's still not appropriate. <laughs> it's still weird, but maybe in, on Planet Mongo, it's it's not frowned upon. I don't on, know. On Planet Mongo, it's different. They have Anything different rules. Goes. There. Yeah, because the princess, by the way, no filter, just if there's a fella around, she's <laughs> she's on board. And, and she'll let you know. And she'll let you know. She does not play coy. She knows no. what she wants, and she knows how to get it. That's her thing. Yeah. In fact, it's uh, after um, after Flash is in the gas chamber, uh, Ming's daughter brings Flash back to life with, and I quote, a magic, the magic of a kiss because she likes him. 
that's and that's what she that's what she says too. I did it because I like you. I like you a lot. Yeah. So I oh, don't know okay. why we pay doctors so much. <laughs> He's gonna find someone who likes people to kiss them. Just give them a that's little it. kiss. Uh, but Zarkov, he's not so lucky. His entire mind is wiped clean and he forgets <laughs> everything, which is actually kind of sad watching it. But he gets reprogrammed to a level six and we'll figure out what that means later. Meanwhile, Flash is getting taken to a secret pleasure moon and Dale is drinking a pleasure drink when she has a telepathy chat with Flash. She knocks out the girl that's watching her and makes her escape and kicks some serious butt while she's at it. When she sees Zarkov, she doesn't know that his mind had been wiped. And Zarkov says, ah, my mind wasn't wiped after all. Forget about all that. And he and Dale get carried by winged men and try to get them to fight Mingo. Second, meanwhile, Flash and the princess go to Endor and James Bond is leading the Lost Boys and he wants nothing to do with Flash. He tries to drown our hero, but Flash escapes his cage. Flash then gets peer pressure to put his hand in a stump that could kill him. Flash pretends to get bit and steals James Bond's sword. And you can't make this up, Andy. He swings on a vine to escape yet again. <laughs> I don't know. This is an older movie. I don't know how many of these things that happen are being borrowed because they're tropes and they're trying to use silly tropes or what this movie influenced to become a silly trope, if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, obviously things like bringing someone back to life with a kiss is something that goes all the way back to uh, sleeping beauty days. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got swinging on vines. You've got winged people. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot. There's on. so much to unpack. Let's can just we, can we talk about the telepathy scene though? So yeah, talk uh, about this sex scene. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So so Flash is uh learning how to do telepathy because the princess is told him about it and she's reluctant to do it. And I think he just he starts trying to crash the plane and then she decides, okay, I'll teach you. And then so she's teaching him. And so if you speak out loud, you can't like if I'm like Jack, can you hear me? You, you you can't really hear me. But if I do it in my head like this, like, ready, Jack? Mm -hmm. See, you heard that. I did it in my head. <laughs> so so she teaches him how to do that. So you start hearing all his thoughts. So he's like, don't worry, Dale, I'll find you. And he keeps saying over, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> like she was just listening and responding to him like, yeah, that sounds good, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll think of a plan. And then he's like, hey, so I'm going to I'm going to get you over. I think I'm going to I'm going to figure out a way to find you over. Like He's on a freaking walkie talkie. Um, you're, you're right. The beauty of that is that she doesn't say over. She <laughs> right. is just like having the conversation in her head. But he keeps doing it. He never <laughs> picks up the social cue that you don't need to say over over. And then my favorite part, it's all going well. He's telling her, you know, everything's going to be OK. And then in his head, he says, oh, my God, this girl's really turning me on. <laughs> and she goes, who? And he's like, oh, not you. <laughs> not like, you. Oh, my God. And yeah, because all the while, Princess is straddling him while he's trying to contact his girlfriend. I love the fact that this guy meets a girl and a few hours later is like, I love her so much. I'm going to fight Ming the Merciless <laughs> to free her. 
But if I've got this princess on my lap, I'm not going to push her <laughs> off while I'm talking to the woman I just said I would fight Ming the Merciless for. <laughs> and you're right. I love how he's like, this girl's turning me on. Oh, not you. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, of, of course. I'm, I mean, I'm with another girl. She, she's the one I'm talking about. Duh, lady. <laughs> she's not even that mad about it, Dale. And, and yeah. Dale, mind you, they tell her, drink. They go, drink this. And she says, what is it? And they say, it has no name. And then she drinks it. What? I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I'd drink a drink that had no name. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too careful. But I think this is an alien planet. What if this kills me? Yeah. What if this isn't good for me? Well, I I don't know what you guys are. You're not human. Just because you can drink it doesn't mean I can. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it works out well because they. That's a good foreshadowing moment in the in the movie, though, is they show the drink and it kind of knocks her out, and mm -hmm. then so she wants to do the old switcheroo, which uh, works out really well. Cause we got to that part right where, yes. where uh, Ming yes, comes she, in, and, and then yeah, she starts doing like cartwheel fighting. Like out of nowhere, yeah. Dale's like this awesome fighter and like flying around and shooting people. Yeah, that's what blew me away is she was a travel agent. They, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She's not just beating people up or being sneaky. She's like toying with them as she's beating them up and killing them. She's yeah. like doing the over here. Nope, over here now. <laughs> Bam, shooting them. She's like a kill. She should be the star of this movie. She's yeah. The, she's the hero. She has to watch flash play football with a bunch of aliens <laughs> but she actually has delta force murder skills yeah but it's the 80s it was a different time and so. then and then zarkov <laughs> says he wasn't brainwashed because he was reciting lines from shakespeare isn't that is that what it was it's like and i was kind of like oh I'll keep that in mind right next, next time somebody's trying to lobotomize me it's just <laughs> Yeah, to be or not to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was sort of like you have this super powerful machine that can wipe someone's brain. But I wonder if they're thinking to themselves, "Geez, I hope he doesn't remember Shakespeare." <laughs> Darn it, he did. Darn and it, then, uh, and then, are we at the part yet where Princess brings him to the planet? Then, oh yeah, you said because you were talking about how they're almost drowned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then so she brings flash to the planet and mind you she's just straddling flash and then she goes and finds james bond timothy dalton then they start making out and then she's like i have a surprise for you and he's like oh what's the surprise it's another man <laughs> do you love it she's literally like kissing everyone though yeah and no wonder it's and funny. she's excited about the initiation what a sick sick lady that she, initiation of that poor guy she uh it's funny because you have james bond here whose name i never got because i kept calling him james bond yeah or i don't know Timothy dalton but she's it's funny because he hates her but he's also kind of like but you know you got there's not a lot of women on, on this planet so I've, yeah I guess, yeah, you're right. There, were, I didn't see any women on that planet besides her. So she's probably like, look, she's horrible. But it's that her or the Lost Boys. I don't know. So I guess I'll uh, go with the princess. This guy, yeah, he swings away. I, there was a weird cut. I don't know if we missed something here, but he's put in the cage. He's put in the swamp. They break out. And then suddenly he's just standing next to James Bond again. And I was thinking, why didn't you escape? What are you doing? 
weird stuff. Anyways, in the swamp, Flash is almost killed by 007, but the flying guys bring them to the flying guys' place. Hawkman. The Hawkmen bring them to Hawk Guy Central uh, to finally settle things. It's decided that Flash and James Bond will fight to the death. Flash spares Bond, so James joins the battle to stop Ming. Skeletor shows up to arrest them, but he gets stabbed and his eyes pop out. The Hawk people leave <laughs> the heroes high and dry while Ming offers to make Flash the king of Earth. So... Again, we, we we a lot to break through. every single scene. Just so much to talk about here. I want you to tell us a little bit about a uh, an interrogation though uh, of the princess. Yeah, I mean, I I I didn't think Ming was going to cross his daughter because of their relationship earlier, but apparently he's uh, he's very uh, very upset, and she's taken it. And I like how they just have like very eighties, like she already has whip marks on her and mm -hmm. then like the whip continues to hit her, but doesn't make any more marks. So it was just like, I don't know. I thought that was funny. Um, but then she says they, she's not talking. She won't say anything. And then they say, we're going to get the boar worms. And she's like, yeah. not the boar worms. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know what that was, but it sounded scary. I don't know if we ever find out what it is. You're, no. I don't know if it's better to let the imagination run. I like that you mentioned the the whip marks on the back because I thought the same thing. It wasn't even close to looking yeah. like that's what it was. What it was. But my favorite part about this scene is where the princess says, "Once my father, if my father finds out, or if the emperor finds out," and he goes, "Let's ask him." And just so happens the he's emperor's like walking out. by and he's like eating <laughs> snacks he's like yeah keep keep torturing her he eats a snack like he might as well have just been in his underwear watching football or something <laughs> oh yeah whatever sure yeah, just keep yeah. it going keep it going i like what you're doing <laughs> and then meanwhile flash is fighting with uh his name is is baron i believe baron is oh uh, yes baron <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> it's so great because there there's a part where he tricks him too and he even says like he pretends that he gets bitten by that thing where he puts his hand yeah. in the thing and he goes tricked you baron <laughs> like i just like I'm like dude just keep just keep it to yourself and uh <laughs> you have to narrate everything you do <laughs> but their their fight scene is so great uh the He's he's fighting and he he does sports jargon throughout. He's like second down. I would love it if every time he does these sports jargon things, if you heard the other guy or the bad guy, Baron, James Bond, whoever, just be like, I still don't know what a second down is. I still don't know what you're talking <laughs> We're about. We're not from that planet. I don't not only am I not from the country that plays that sport, I'm not from the planet. I'm not from the solar system that plays that sport. No idea what you mean by second down. That means <laughs> nothing to me. And what was that thing that tried to get him? So he tricks Baron, he runs away, falls into that swamp. And then what is that thing? Then there's suddenly like a spider thing that like tries to eat him in the water. I'm so glad you mentioned this, by the way. The speaking of like the whip marks uh, that were already there, this monster, if you didn't notice, you got to go back. 100% clearly just a guy on a microphone going, oh, <laughs> making sounds for the monster. It's clearly just a dude in a microphone making the noises. <laughs> it sounds nothing like a monster at all. But yeah, what a weird, it's like eating him, but it's more like it's sucking flash into him yeah. while it's happening. It, very, 
there's a lot of this stuff. This movie was just under two hours. You know me. If it goes over two hours, I get very it crabby. It was pretty long, yeah. I get very crabby about movies that go over two hours of stuff you could have cut out. This movie did kind of have a lot of stuff that you didn't necessarily need <laughs> to have in it, like that scene. It's like but, he escaped just so he could get caught by that spider. And he gets saved by the Hawkman, though, who really, right. the main Hawkman, from here on out, he's my favorite character. He's oh, just, he steals the ah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just in such a great mood. He is what you would imagine the spokesperson for Bing energy drinks should be. <laughs> just, <laughs> totally. Just, ah, flying around, <laughs> fighting people. He looks like he's just fired up no matter what's happening. Yeah, he'd be a great middle linebacker. <laughs> just everything he wants to do. He's got to be related to a uh, podcast from last year, Latimer. Him and Latimer are probably uh, somehow related. Oh, what if Latimer showed up from the program for people who aren't following along? And then him and Flash had a fight. I was watching this scene, though, while he was fighting Baron, James Bond, uh, on this disc that's moving around. I would like to see some kind of UFC show where you have people fight, maybe boxing. This is the future of boxing, where they box or whatever, but they are on a little disc that moves around and you just got to knock the other guy off the side and just see people stumbling around and falling and looking silly. I think that'd be fun to watch. Now, I, don't, I don't know if I need to see spikes going through their feet and stuff <laughs> like that, but it'd be fun to just watch people fall off. So it'd be like a wipeout show, Andy. It'd Very be like American gladiators. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The spikes were great. Cause you could clearly see they were like paper, or like rubber. <laughs> <laughs> And Flash, I don't know what drills they're doing in 1980 New York Jets. How is he ready for this? Like, he just knows how to use the whip and dodge the spikes and balance on this thing moving around. But again, I guess it's just the the power of American football. Yeah. And it's the most, most powerful, <laughs> most powerful uh, technique in all the universe. It's the last football. time the Jets had a good quarterback. Flash. He has uh, but, a great line there, too. He says, I think once he gets to the Hawkman, where, wherever they bring him, he says, this place is a lunatic asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of no filter, yeah, I think Flash has no filter. He literally just says what's on his mind, whether it adds <laughs> yeah. to the scene or not. Just, yeah, this place be, is a lunatic asylum. If, if that Flash guy's was, a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, keep it down, Flash. If Flash snuck into your house and you were, like, sleeping, he was coming to murder you, he'd be like, I'm in your house, ready to murder you. You'd be like, oh, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> I'm going to steal stuff from here. It's the surprise party. It's like, step all the way into the house. We're going to surprise you. <laughs> I like how you went happy with it. I went really dark. I had, like, a dark Flash Gordon. <laughs> I was thinking, too, now that you mentioned it, though, because obviously we've made fun of how Flash loves Dale suddenly within the course of a few hours, even though he's still trying to hook up with the princess. Why does Dale like Flash? Flash is kind of a bozo. He's, he's kind of a buffoon the whole movie. It's got to be his hair. That is glorious. And hair. he's a quarterback. I mean, he's a quarterback of the New York Jets. So, I mean, right. That, I mean, definitely have a Super Bowl coming their way shortly after this. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. after he saved the world, I mean. Yeah. if I mean, if you were watching this movie as a Jets fan, you're like, yeah, we definitely have a Super Bowl coming right around the corner. <laughs> it's happening. Right. <laughs> if he could beat Mongo, or Ming and everybody from Planet Mongo, I think he could beat the, the Patriots this week. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I want to I, I tell you, though, or ask you, though, they have this um, 
this guy that's clearly like I guess the sheriff of of Mongo who looks like Skeletor. Yeah, and scary guy. I just want you to walk me through his death scene and his eyes bulging out of his head. <laughs> I yeah, well, it it's weird too because they throw him like Flash was like very quick to get rid of this guy. The other times he like kind of takes his time and feels out the situation, but he just like uh, picks him up and throws him on the on the disc yes the spiky disc and like when he throws him i think he lands whatever way he lands i think he lands like on his back and then like cut to he's laying on his stomach or the other way around um but yeah the spikes go in him and uh like real life if spikes go into you your eyes will bulge out of your face and your face will begin to start melting well you know why he was able to defeat skeletor so quickly Oh. He was uh he was running a two minute drill. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. So um we so after being offered the role of king of earth. Oh wait, can we go back? I'm sorry. No, I, I just remembered we, we didn't even talk about Dale getting proposed to, right? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like that happened though, that. right? Yeah, that, that well, did happen. I it was, it was the other part I had to rewind because She's like Flash, and and by the way, Dale is not all that, <laughs> all that concerned when he's fighting a guy on a disc, and he could either get impaled by the spikes, or he could fall off and <laughs> fall to wherever that went. And right. she's just like yelling out every now and then. I, I think at one point she even goes, "Flash, we got to save the world!" Like he's like, I'm like, he's busy, <laughs> right? You think? In case, in case you forgot, while you're fighting for your life in space against an alien on a spiked disc hovering above a black hole, if you die, Earth's over. Yeah. Something to munch on. Something. Flash should have yelled back, like, I'm really busy. But, yeah, before that, they get engaged. And I, and I was thinking, I'm like, didn't they just meet earlier today in, like, a rocket by happenstance? And then, or actually, they were in the airplane. So I guess, yeah, um, yeah. wasn't by happenstance. So they met in the airplane, <laughs> you know, seven hours ago. And the way he proposed, I had to rewind it because I was very confused because she said something about like, "Hey, Flash," and he's like, "Hey," and then he goes, "We'll tell the story to our children," and yes. that's all he says. And then somebody grabs her and she goes get off me i just got engaged and i'm like wait when did he get in when did they get engaged and he never proposed he never got on one knee but he said we're gonna tell the story to our children and i just thought that was funny how she just thought oh then they're getting married it would have been great if flash was like whoa 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 <laughs> well it's funny you're right because he just also again it's been like 10 hours and these two, could you imagine meeting someone and 10 hours later being like, oh, man, we're going to tell our kids about this. <laughs> you'd be a you'd be the psychopath. Yeah. Even Bing is like, whoa, this guy's whoa. clinger. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, also after he beats, <laughs> he beats uh, what the heck's his name now? Um, we just said Baron. When he beats Baron with the whips, they're they're literally whipping each other, trying to impale each other on spikes. And then Flash does the heroic thing and, and grabs him and brings him back on the disc. And then Baron is all of a sudden, they're best friends. Like, they're ready to sleep together after this. He's just like, and he's like, make sure everybody knows that 
this is my friend now and now they're i just thought that was great it's just like you guys were literally just whipping each other trying to knock each other off the planet and now now you're besties right because of one thing by the way if someone's trying to kill me and then they save me at the last second i'm just gonna push them over the side of the disc as soon as they turn <laughs> their back I, i'd be like yeah we're friends huh <laughs> and i'd go i won i won <laughs> yeah I thought he was definitely going to try something, but yeah, no, he just went for the man love. So Flash actually turns down the offer to rule Earth. So while being shot at, he hops on an intergalactic jet ski, and with the aim of a stormtrooper, the entire palace shoots lasers at Flash, but all of them miss. So they send a ship after him, but the Hawkmen come back to save the day. We get a Queen rock music video of a space battle and Flash spends like 10 minutes making a countdown timer for Earth. And when he's done, there's three minutes left. The wedding between Ming and Dale gets going and Flash rams the ship into the city, stopping the wedding just in time and impaling Ming, eventually making him disappear to Earth or disappear to death, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, same thing. Uh, Flash saves Earth, and James Bond becomes the new Emperor. Flash and Dale go back to Earth as the Hawkmen say thanks, and a mysterious hand grabs Ming's ring. The end? Question mark? <laughs> uh, so. So, a lot, so a lot going on here. And <laughs> I love that you mentioned it's like a jet ski. Because, yeah, I literally wrote, what is this, a space wave runner? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, it's so funny. They're like, yeah, you're going to stay here. You're not going to come with me. So they leave him there. They leave Flash there and, and destroy it. And I just thought it was funny how it was like, they're destroying it, yet leaving him a perfectly, perfectly run space wave runner just sitting there waiting for him. And he just jumps on it. And it's so funny because it's built out of, it's got to be built out of like aluminum foil and just like that packing stuff that you get in like packages. Yeah. Like, and he's just riding it. It's just so good. Um, I guarantee yes. that thing weighs less than a pound. <laughs> oh, absolutely. As you're looking at it, you're like this thing, you could easily pick that up over your head and like throw it. If, if you threw it, it wouldn't go far because it's too light and it would like float down. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, Dale and Princess Aura get into a fight, which is the most comical fight. It's just like a pillow fight. They're literally hitting right. each other with pillows. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, they finally like calm down. They're not fighting anymore. And then Princess Aura, I think, has a great plan. She says, "Put this in his drink, right? This poison, and it'll kill him." And Dale says, "No." <laughs> she says, "No." I promised him. That was really confusing to me. Like Dale yeah. wouldn't poison me. Yeah, that, it, it was this weird, like, she's trying to be a good person. Like, whoa, I promised him I'd do it. What are you talking about? You, you're being forced into this. What are you <laughs> yeah. talking This is such a weird situation. And it's weird that, to your point, they have a pillow fight. Because we just saw Dale use these, like, SWAT team moves yeah. and black belt karate to take out half the armed guards. But now that she's fighting the, the princess, she's like a college girl. Yeah. It made no sense. I'm like, this is a quick fix. This is a good plan. I, I applaud you princess aura. But then also I was kind of thinking, I'm like, does she know this was the girl that was straddling him earlier? <laughs> so maybe that's why she doesn't want to. 
Yeah, but, there were, there were so many things like the, the the pillow fight and the straddling and stuff. This movie <laughs> definitely felt like it was like just a few degrees off a, a Cinemax movie. There was probably some scenes that were shot <laughs> that had to be removed. <laughs> there was it felt like they were very close to going that direction in different uh, different parts throughout the movie. <laughs> and then and then he's on the wave runner, right? The flying wave runner. Yeah. And the way he gets away is he just flies into like a cloud and they're like, oh, I don't see him anymore, but let's follow him. And meanwhile, I mean, I could have never predicted this. There's thousands of Hawkmen awaiting <laughs> the ship that's following Flash Gordon. Just thousands. I didn't realize there were so many Hawkmen. So the Hawkmen are waiting. And then I, I was even thinking, I'm like, they're Hawkmen. That's pretty cool. But that's a freaking spaceship. Like, how are they going to take that out? And then, of course, our lead Hawkman is just like, I've had so much bang energy drink. We're going to do this. Dive! He's, he's just yelling dive. <laughs> it's a suicide mission. I would not be diving at a spaceship. But you they know, do. And a lot of them are killed. In one of those moments where you say, I'm not supposed to ask these questions, I was thinking to myself, they were on the Hawkman's layer when they found the jet ski why do hawkmen have a thing to help them fly why was a jet ski at their house that's like aquaman having a jet ski why would he have a why would he have something that doesn't help him at all i i mean it's for guests so if like guests come <laughs> over <laughs> and they're like i don't have any wings but i'd like to fly with you he's like oh we got this flying wave runner it's all yours by the way, could they not carry people in a more demeaning way? The Hawkmen <laughs> just like dangling them by their yeah. hands. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll carry you. <laughs> you don't have a, a, a better way of doing this, but I guess what would be the other way? Like you ride them like a horse? I guess how do you carry people? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the best bet. Oh, or, or, yeah, that, that, that's all you can really do. But or, I love Hold them by like their belt so they're hanging. <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought they'd have like some spare wings or something. Be like, oh yeah, pop these wings on. They're kind of like robotic wings, but so that's the thing. Are they I thought now that you mentioned, I thought the wings were part of them. I thought they I had think so. wings. No, yeah. I think they're made of the wings. But I, I would think that they'd have some robotic wings. What if what if some guy's wing gets like sliced in battle? What happens? Does he grow it back? They're done. Every They're every Hawkman had perfectly well together wings. So I wonder if like once yeah once you rip your wing, it's it. They kill, yeah. they kill you. But then they would be the only aliens that weren't just basically humans if they had wings. So maybe they maybe they were robotic. Maybe they were just things you strap on. I hope not. I hope it was really part of their flesh. And yeah. The main Hawkman. I think his name was like Voltan or Volt Voltan. Yeah. But yeah, his dive, dive. And then he goes, and then he goes, die. I, so one, I love when the, I love how the, the palace, by the way, they're like, oh, oh, flash is coming. Shoot at him. And they literally shoot every laser in every direction. They, there's no aiming. There's no like shoot this cannon. It's just like yeah. just everywhere. Any, if you're anywhere in the vicinity of that palace, you're dead because yeah. every every cannon is shooting every direction in every way. And of course, they miss the one thing they're shooting for. Uh, for being such a, a, a terrible, merciless leader, their weapons aren't that good. 
<laughs> they're not really that. I feel like if he really messed with Earth, Earth would mess Mongo up. Yeah. I mean, if a football player can run a scrimmage on half your elite <laughs> force, then I have a feeling Earth would just have messed up Mongo. Do we oh. know why? How did Ming kill those two pilots, though? I mean, that's that's he should use that on on Flash when Flash yeah. was riding his wave runner, just like do whatever you did to those pilots, make them disappear or whatever it was. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I would shoot an image of myself at everyone. Yeah. I wanted to say that was one kind of diabolical little twist, by the way. I like how he said when he was talking to the doctor that uh, what they do is every thousand years he goes to different planets and he hits them with a bunch of different natural disasters. And if they think it's just a natural occurrence, they leave them alone. But if they're able to figure out that there is an alien force, then that means that that planet has become too powerful and they need to destroy it before they rise up against him. Uh, I definitely did not catch that. Yeah, it was right before they wiped Zarkov's brain. And he's saying, basically, he's like, Zarkov, it's your fault. I'm going to destroy Earth. Because since wow. you figured out that I'm here, that means you could eventually, that planet could eventually rise up against me. So uh, the lesson is don't use your brain too much. Right. Right. Be like Flash. Don't use your brain too much. <laughs> Which, speaking of Flash at the end, I love how uh, uh, Ming has just been impaled. Literally, that thing is through his body he and... nailed him with the plane yes <laughs> and he's like you're getting weaker i'm like well no shit flash he just <laughs> the thing went through his whole body yeah. but he's trying to do his thing with the ring and i thought that was fun he just like whatever he does he disappears he just like goes into like a, is he like a genie now now he's in that ring like he's kind of like in the, in the genie lamp, whoever uses that ring, is he going to come back? He did kind of look like Jafar in some he ways. Maybe he, maybe he is. Uh, I like a little part, speaking of our, our, our guy, the leader of the Hawkmen, I love the part where Flash is like, I'm gonna have, I have to ram this plane into the, into the bad guy's fortress. And he's just like, okay, peace. <laughs> he's just like, please. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. Good on Rawr! you. Rawr! <laughs> He was great. He, he, you know, who else was great was his little sidekick. He had great hair. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> they totally look like an old like WWF tag team or something. The hawk, the Hawkmen. Here comes the Hawkmen. Yeah, I, I think if you walk to the ring wearing those outfits, you're winning the titles. Yeah, those are title winning outfits. I, I also, I wanted to add, by the way, how come James Bond became the new emperor? The guy who was like, I want to kill the hero. Mm -hmm. I hate the princess. Uh, I'm the last person to join this because I want M Ming to stay in power. Oh, yeah, you joined You joined the revolution 15 minutes ago? You're the new emperor. You go for it. I'm telling you, Volton or whatever the Hawkman's name was, he should have been the new emperor. Yeah. Did they give him a... I feel like they gave him a title at the end. Wasn't he something? They, they were like... They <laughs> were just like, you're just gonna be whatever you want to be and he's like time. <laughs> that's true i don't think that guy really i think in uh in james bond's defense he was he was slightly he was smarter than everybody else so he's I, don't... A little... You're, I don't think the leader of the hawkman was that qualified to, <laughs> to, lead, a, so. to lead a galaxy <laughs> yeah dive die it was very limited vocabulary i i enjoyed how the movie ended with flash just going yeah 
<laughs> oh, that was amazing. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So the robot thing that we talked about earlier, who called him out, almost got him killed, is coming towards him. And you're like, oh, here we go. He's going to have a face off with the with the robot. And then what does it say? It says like, congratulations, Flash. You've you, done it. You score. You got the high score. Whatever. <laughs> Um, and he just goes, yeah, like a Mentos commercial. Yeah. Yeah. He like jumps up. I did it. (laughs) I was super bowl. The end with a question mark was the perfect ending for me though. It made me sad that as far as I know, there is no sequel though. Yeah. I don't think there is. I don't know why someone hasn't jumped on this. They need to remake this movie. I'm telling you, Kelso's the guy, uh, He's perfect for it. I, recast it if you want. I don't care. Do something else. But you need to remake this movie. This yeah. was fantastic. I loved it. Before we get into our final thoughts or get to our, our last segment, which is uh, one of your favorites, any final thoughts this movie? I loved it. It was silly. It was ridiculous. Um, and I'm glad I finally got to watch it. Yeah, I agree. I had no idea what to expect. But it was like, if I would have done like a you know, maybe like a weed brownie or something. I think I would have lost my mind on this movie. It was insane. Uh, So yeah, anybody that hasn't watched this definitely (laughs) set aside two hours. And a weed brownie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just go nuts. Yeah, it was fun. It was super fun. Yeah, Uh, so that leads us to, so we're off to a good start with this year, uh, but that leads us to our special segment Kevin Bacon. Now, can you get to Kevin Bacon in six moves? This is going to be tricky because uh, this one's older. <laughs> yeah. So, Sleepers. Flash Brian T. Jones. I think sad. I don't even. I don't even know what Flash is. There. I think it's Brian Jones. Yeah. So he. So like we talked about, he's in Ted. And that's how oh. I first knew about him. So, uh, so which is which is Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Mark Wahlberg, mm. uh, who's in The Departed. With Jack Nicholson, and Jack Nicholson is in A Few Good Men with our boy Kevin Bacon. Wow, clever, clever use of Ted to <laughs> to get where you're going there. I like it. Uh, this was a fun movie, but our next movies, you know, this was 1980. We're moving on. Next time, the next show we're doing is going to be 1981. A bit more of a classic, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm excited for that one. How about you, Andy? Yeah, I just love the difference. Like to go from Flash Gordon to Indiana Jones is going to be pretty, pretty amazing. Who would win in a fight, Flash Gordon or Indiana Jones? Do they both have whips? I mean, does, is that a difference maker? They both <laughs> seem pretty good with them. I mean, then Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana would tear him up, I think, pretty quickly. Okay. He'd outsmart him. Uh, that's not very hard. <laughs> then we got, uh, after that, we're doing 1948 Hours. That one I'm excited to see because yeah. that's going to be another fun. We got a lot of action so far to start things off. But then yeah. 1983 uh, is a movie called Troll. And let me tell you, if you like Flash Gordon, you're going to like Troll. If you didn't like Flash Gordon, well, I'll catch it in 1984. But <laughs> that does it for us. Andy, uh, can you let the world know where they can find you online? Yeah, you can find me at just Andy Rossi. 
and you can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. You can see what I'm doing there. We're going to have some special guests on this season, so make sure to tune in and let us know in the comments or on social media who you would like to see added as one of the special guests or what movies you would like to see us talk about. That does it for us. It's the evolution of movies. And until 1981, have a good time.